0: supreme
1: art aria yeah art aria what? art art, art. Uh, nikki, That's what i think every time wait, i hear art Arya, what
0: about nikki doll nikki doll nikki doll i do not speak beautiful French. gowns i don't know she's apparently good host. she's very good at hosting i i suppose i do not speak French. i mean
1: if you're not good at lip syncing and you're not good at comedy you might as well be good at hosting mm-hmm. apparently follow-
0: she is better at lip syncing she did very very well on the las vegas what are you talking about? We literally... She came in as a
1: lip-sync assassin for these boots are made for walking and didn't even wear boots.
0: No, they were no boots. She was upset because she said that she wanted to do the Jessica Simpson version. But why? Also, our French accents
2: are ridiculous. <laughs> I mean,
1: my French accent's pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah, yours is French, better. <laughs> Hi, and welcome back to This Toxic Fandom, where we ramble for approximately the length of The Sound of Music, which is two hours and 54 minutes long, about the newest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, season 16, episode 7, The Sound of Ruzik. Slip it down to a cool ninety minutes. Send it straight to your ear hole. Say hi, Toxic Fans.
2: Hi. hi.
1: Introduce yourself, Toxic Fans.
2: Hello, everyone. I auditioned for Hedwig, but I was told my dick was too small. Stephen Pope. That did not get a response from either of you. I'm so mad right now. I'm
0: so mad. no, it got a <laughs> it got a physical response. I- it got a physical response. <laughs> David got hard. Um, uh, <laughs> all, right, all right, Let me
2: take that again. Let me no, take- do not. No, 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 no. You Absolutely are keeping that. Not. You're leaving it sorry, in. Sorry,
0: girlfriend. You are leaving babykins, that in. Babykins. Babykins. I was expecting more of a lab. I'm sorry. Babykins. It was more of like a, wow. Yeah, no. She went there.
1: I, I could not react audibly. I was too busy being gagged.
0: I know. <laughs> Same.
1: <laughs> anyway, moving on.
0: Hi, I'm David Gorin, and Mama Mia, this crybaby is a jagged little pill. Ooh, that was a good one.
1: When you sachet away, and Rue doesn't say, please, me, don't go. Simply Simple. was robbed is the way that you're making me feel tonight. It's hard to let it go.
2: Jolie. Simple and clean. Magami's a nerd. Yeah, and so are you. I love it. I uh, love Avenue Q. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, if I didn't, actually, my alternative one, if I didn't go with the Hedwig joke, was going to be I auditioned for Avenue Q, but I was told I was too much of a muppet.
0: Ah. Hey, the joke
2: is because you're hairy.
0: Yeah. I auditioned for Avenue Q, and they couldn't put the fist inside me. <laughs> I'm tight. Um, I actually auditioned for Spring Awakening, and I got a call back. Ooh, good for you! This was a long time ago. I was about to say we're a little old for that play, but good job. It was a very long time ago.
1: So they're back in the workroom. Geneva Carr wrote something on the mirror.
0: Maladitas, los odio, which roughly translates to "damned girls, I hate you." Love GK. Vroom vroom. I like
2: Geneva. I honestly do. I think she's very good. I just. I don't think she was a good fit for this season of Drag Race.
1: My seventh grade science teacher was Miss GK. So I have I have fondness for this
0: mirror message. <laughs> um, I have a weird question that has to do with what Pope said. Um, whenever someone says like, oh, I just don't think that they were a good fit for this season. A part of me kind of always goes like. Okay, sure, but then what season would they have been a good fit for?
2: Oh, um, I feel like had Geneva... Now Geneva probably would have been way too young, but I feel like if you put Geneva on an earlier season or maybe during, like, a, the VH1 Golden Age, I think she would have done pretty well. I think that Geneva is one of those girls that
1: needs to do Drag Race into the launching pad of touring. Mm. Like, I think she's a good performer. Yeah. And she will build fans that way. Yeah. But I don't think she was... I don't think that there is a... A, a, I don't think there has ever been a season of Drag Race that prioritized somebody whose strongest skill is their performance. Yeah. Um, yeah. We went from a Drag Race that prioritized presentation and sewing ability into a Drag Race that uh, prioritizes comedy. Um, And so there just are very—the one season that I think Geneva could have done really well on would maybe have been season 11, mm. which is kind of just the most— performance season in a minute. But even then, that's a pretty design-heavy challenge se- A design-challenge-heavy season. And, like, the issue with Geneva is that, like, the thing she is best at is drag. Yeah. And
0: drag is not necessarily the thing that
1: Drag Race prioritizes.
0: Which is such a weird thought, but it's so true. <laughs> Wait, season 11, I, it's so funny, because, like, I'm like, season 10 was Aquaria, season 11 was... Evie Oddly. Evie Oddly. I can't be beaten, believe me. Sorry, every now and then it's just kind of like I know who the winners are, but like where they place. David, it's... you and I, you've been watching since season
2: seven, yeah. And Joe and I have been watching since about what season two, season three, um,
1: the dawn of time.
2: Yes, yeah, same. There is so New dawn Raz. There is so much Drag Race and so many queens. I used to be able to name them all. I I'm amazed I can name every girl this season. <laughs> fair
1: um Stephen Pope used to be able to do every queen to ever be on drag race but to the rhythm of all of the colors in Joseph's amazing technicolor dream coat that's a musical reference because this week is the rusical episode but before we get there they all go to the couch and they're like welcome to the winner's circle queue and plane's like do we want to check the scoreboard and, and Don's th-
2: like no Don's
1: like we don't check the scoreboard
0: until I have a win <laughs> Sorry, I'm right now trying to do all of the winners to the colors of Joseph's coat. You, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, this is,
2: this week is going to kill me. It's also going to kill Dawn. Sorry. So, um, why is everyone, so Safira is like, I wish I didn't drink my potion. Why did I drink my potion? And everyone's like, yeah, that was kind of stupid. Plain is laughing maniacally because they're awful. No,
1: Plane. because Plane did it. The one we, I want to acknowledge that because no one's talking about it. Safira drank her potion because Plane played a successful mind game. Yes, yeah. that's why I said she was Maybe laughing maniacally. one of the only successful mind games we've ever really seen on Drag Race. She managed to, like, convince someone to use their advantage in a way that ruined it. You, and, like, you, she'll probably mm. never need it. Safira can sew and yeah. perform. But Snatch Game's a hard beast. Like, it just— it it means that plane has a safety net that no one else has, and yeah. that's really cool. Um, just like from a standpoint of like ways that immunity can be interesting. Yeah. I also want to know if you gave your immunity potion to somebody who was clearly the winner. Like if if plane had given plasma her the immunity potion, would it met? Would it mean that plasma had to go to the back? Ooh, that's, that's a good what question. I'm curious about.
2: That is a good question.
1: Um, but anyway. Um, was there anything else that happened during well, this episode is a lot of faffing I was about um, to say I'm surprised I also remember nothing because I'm traumatized
0: I was gonna say I'm surprised no one brought up Megami calling Dawn Buzz Lightyear which I loved. that was so funny that was very funny and
2: I love that she Dawn is super super pressed because she wanted to win she was like yeah. I won this week and, and she's she like the eh, Megami
1: fuck you uh, <laughs> uh, you know to infinity and be Uh
0: yeah oof um, nope, that's Bidoof. Bidoof. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I feel like I kind of have a Megami impersonation, but maybe I shouldn't do it this week.
2: <laughs> Save it for next week when it's less raw. <laughs> um, why did? Why does everyone like, oh, why are you talking? It's like, Megami has a win, you asshole yeah. It's a group win, but it's a win. She also was like, literally did most of the... Like, Megami, so
1: Megami, I saw Megami at Precinct this week, and she was talking about a lot of stuff. And one thing she mentioned was she was like, yeah, I like edited every... She was like, I wrote Nymphia's verse and I edited everyone else's verse. She was like, I did about seventy percent of the work on that song. Yeah, like she's like ASMR lover is my song and everyone else is just there. And so she
2: it so is her win. But mm. Yeah, but yeah. like, yeah, she got a win. Yeah, like, no, she has a win. Respectable. Um, yeah, th- th- there is so much faffing this episode, but a really funny thing is they come in the next day. Morphine has not noticed that Maya has braces, apparently. She's just like, have you always had braces?
1: (laughs) It's so funny. Morphine just stares at her and is like, who are you again? Oh, I mean, I was going to say. The wildest thing is that Morphine and Maya know each other. They're both from Florida. They interact.
0: Yeah, but here's what you're forgetting. Morphine usually has like three inches of eyelash. (laughs) That she can't see through. <laughs> and so Girl, if she can't if she doesn't know how to handle three inches, um I kn- then she should start dating Pope. Um, <laughs> Hey-oh. I don't know if I love this. I don't know if I love this bit for me.
1: <laughs> don't worry, the the bit is over. It's over,
0: so. it's over. Don't worry.
1: Anyway, uh they learn that the And challenge- I know for
0: a fact that it's not true, but that's neither here nor there. Oh they learned that the
1: challenge this week
0: is going to
1: be. The Sound of Ruzik, uh, which is really oh exciting for some of them and makes Dawn break out in hives. Yeah. Plasma uh,
2: just immediately ruins their turtleneck. They're like slobbering um, on themselves or drooling. Plasma but it, comes. Uh, all over the place. But so we get into it. They have to assign their own
1: roles, a thing I hate. Um, I hate when there's not a casting director because I just think it
0: helps. May it's, I put a little redaction to what you just said? Please. Joe? Plasma's excited. Everyone else doesn't know what the fuck is going on. And no, I, I feel like everyone's kind of like, oh, okay, that's a that's a musical. A few people get it. A yeah. few people like, don't. But, like, I feel like most of them don't, and I actually, like, heard some discourse on it where they basically were saying that, like, Plasma was the only one who was like, no, 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 no. I fuck with the sound of music, and everyone else was either like, I tangentially know it, or had no clue what it was. Oh, yeah, no,
1: everyone... Everyone knows it's a musical based on the prompt. Yeah. But plasma is the one who's like the sound of mu- plasma is like the sound of music was my awakening as a human being mm-hmm. it was playing when i was in the delivery room and it never stopped playing in my household and everyone else is like it is a musical i've seen the movie once i haven't seen the movie um, yeah. to, every, to the, the real way you should watch it, which is I've only seen the first half because the second half is sad and contains too many Nazis. <laughs> it is such a long
2: movie. Um, so I got a question for you too. Yes. Don is from New York, right? Uh, Dawn is a New Yorker, but I don't think she's from New okay, York. Okay, but she is a New York queen. She, yes. Yeah, she's a Brooklyn
1: girly, but I don't yeah. know if she's
2: born and raised. Do you think it was just, like, one too many girls breaking into La Vie Bohème that made her go, fuck musicals, or, like, what? We never get an answer for why she hates them, and I, I have so many theories. Um, I <laughs> just think that insane. I'm not over Pope saying Bohem. <laughs> <laughs> fuck I just up. chose to
0: ignore that, um, because I had a roommate once who called it La Bohème, um... But anyways, uh, I think it's. I just think that there's like, if we're playing this game, there's kind of two types of arty people.
1: I think that if you live in Brooklyn, you hate musical theater.
0: I don't think it's that necessarily. I, think I just that's think, why
1: David's never been to Brooklyn.
0: I've never been to Brooklyn for a myriad of reasons, but that's neither here. I liked Brooklyn. Anyways, um, what was I going to say? Right. I think that there's just kind of two types of artsy kids. There's like kids that actually like paint mm-hmm. and then kids that paint with their emotions <laughs> um well,
1: well I mean, yeah i think that there's just a level of like i think that dawn was not a theater kid no and if you're not a theater kid and you're like an artist you probably didn't like the theater kids that much because yeah. they were the loud kids in class um and you were like quietly painting in the corner my roommate asked me on the super bowl this uh this week if uh i he was like why don't you like this uh Why don't you like watching sports? Don't you find the guys hot? And I went, Why don't you like going to musicals? All of the girls are hot. And he just nodded and walked away. Um, I
2: respect that so much. Yeah.
1: So, anyway, moving on. It seems like no one's a huge musical theater person other than Plasma. Megami also has seen a lot of musicals. When uh, she saw Hairspray on Broadway and then loved the movie. Yeah, that was like a big moment for her, apparently. I mean... Cause Adam Shankman. Yeah, Adam Shankman is in this episode, and uh,
2: Edna Edna Turnblatt, uh, played by Harvey Feinstein, Feinstein right? Firestein. Firestein, Firestein. Thank you. My notes, I did yeah. I misspell that.
1: But uh, so we get into the casting session, mm-hmm. and we have Megami Plasma. Um, we have Megami and Q both going
2: for the Baroness. Baroness
1: um, canonical Nazi.
2: They Shambo for it. The, Q wins.
1: Yeah, they did They did do best two out of three, but... Uh, we only saw one. We only saw one. Q wins that. Then we get into... Mariah. Uh, no, we get into Mother Superior. hmm And Megami's like, I would like that. And they're like, I see Sephira as that. Sephira doesn't even fucking want it. I actually am going to say this. When
2: Sephira didn't take the part, it should have gone to Megami. I don't disagree, but I also will say, safira's not wearing a shirt this episode. It's just a blazer, and I'm like... I think is kind of hot. Ooh. <laughs> safira has been hot, Pope. No, I'm I know level. they've been hot, but it's
0: safira. kind of like, hi, oh my god. <laughs> Pope
1: did not hear a single word said during the
0: deliberation, because he was just like,
1: just, just,
0: just. Well, no, because Pope was realizing that Safira was both mommy and daddy.
1: Anyway, uh, then we have Plasma, Morphine, and Safira all going for Mariah. Mariah. yeah. And they're like, I think it could be Safira. I think it could be... Uh, Plasma and morphine's like I'll just go fuck myself and everyone's like yeah you can do that <laughs> yeah pretty much and I hate this Rusical I I want to I want to just say this up front goddamn. I think this Rusical is genuinely one of the worst ones we've done
2: I cannot disagree in more
1: years because there are no lead ro- there are only three lead roles in it and all of them got and all of them were the three high queens like like they literally they're it's not even like. Oh, it kind of reminds me of the Moulin Rouge one, which I also thought was really bad. Where it's like, oh, we literally have like eighty
2: the Moulin Rouge musical you thought was bad. Yeah, really. Yeah, people loved that one.
1: Well, it was bad. Like, if you're not, if you're gonna have them lip sync to a track and then you're going to give them nothing, like, let's let's just like dive in a little bit. What? How are Maya or Morphine ever supposed to? in any way excel in their Alright, if
2: we're jumping over here, because we are skipping a lot and jumping yeah. straight here, but like, but I'm like, going to say they shouldn't have been in the bottom. I think they did really well.
1: Well, well, no, they they didn't do great, but, like, how is, like, let's go to the choreography session, which is where we're going next. But we haven't
0: finished the casting stuff. Oh,
1: uh, everyone else gets
0: roles. Um, well, no, I was going to say, because, like, one thing that I think is genuinely a big theme throughout this episode is acting like Plane. Because multiple people say, "Oh, I'm I'm in my plant moment." Yeah, um, Dawn
2: especially because Dawn is so annoyed with this whole situation. Yeah, and is so annoyed with Plasma, especially because Plasma's like, "Well, I want this part," and Dawn. I don't know if it was in the workroom or a talking head, but she just goes, "That doesn't mean you get it, it. Was in the
1: workroom." I actually think it was yeah. wild that Plasma was like, "The last time this happened, I got bulldozed," and I kind of looked at Morphine and was like. Morphine is the one who got the most bulldozed in that. Also, last you fucking won. Time. But like, Morphine was like, I want to do this role. And Plane's like, You're not talented enough to do this role
0: uh, to her. Like, I mean, I know this is jumping a lot, but like, in the preview for next week, Morphine was like, Well, I would have won if I got that role. And Maya just goes, Shut up.
1: <laughs> but like, in ge- I mean, but in general, there were only three roles that you could win with. So every other role doesn't matter. Like, well, everyone else gets little bit parts to kind of do around where you can hope to
0: be safe unless one of the three main girls fucks up. But I will say this that I think is actually kind of important, which is that I feel like usually in a rusical, the main person doesn't win. It's usually a smaller part that just happens to stand out and steal the spotlight. Black China. And there's that. And then also, like... I mean, kind of riddle me this. I feel like in every challenge, I f- when you go to drag race, I feel like you're usually going to say, I'm a design queen, so I want to win a design challenge. I'm a comedy queen, so I want to win the roast or snatch game. Um, I'm a musical theater girly, so I want to win an acting challenge or the rusical. And I think that there are other girls who are just like, I am happy to fade into the background. So I think that, to say there's only three main roles and those three were high. The sad truth is that, like, someone has to go home each week, unless it's the premiere. um, So it's just one of those cases where either someone falls flat on their ass because they bite off more than they can chew, or it's just not your forte and it's your time to go. Sure, but it's still a bad rusical.
1: Um, And, like...
0: And that's th- not what Joe was going for, no,
2: I believe. Wh- what-, what Joe was going for was these... There is only three parts that could win. Everyone mm. else is either doomed or safe. Like, and that's really kind of like, okay. So can I talk? Yeah, yeah, Sorry, for sorry.
1: It. So I think that it's really frustrating when you look at something like this because I actually think that, like, Q doesn't do remarkably well. Sephira doesn't do remarkably well. You know who actually does probably the best in this episode? Who? Other than, like, Plasma? Dawn. Don is giving new face. Don and Nymphia are constantly finding comedic beats. mm -hmm, They're doing so much comedy. They're Mm -hmm. so funny throughout. And the fact that both of them are just safe is a testament to how poorly balanced this is. Because none of them have moments where they can shine. So in so even if they're doing the thing you're supposed to do, which is take every moment, climb every mountain, you still aren't. You still never got a moment to shine. Because we can talk about how the lead in the rusical never wins necessarily. But one of the lead roles always does. There, you never have no there, we never have an ensemble member win the rusical. Like, and usually the people who wind up in the bottom of the rusical tend to be people in the ensemble who just weren't given anything to do. But let's get to the choreography session, which is where I wanted to go. Okay. Because Why the fuck is Maya not being given choreography that she can do? Yeah. Like, if you're going to talk about someone like Maya Amon Page, she is an incredible mover. She's an incredible dancer. And Adam Shankman is not willing to adjust his choreography to be something she can shine in. So what the fuck is she even doing here? It's very frustrating to just be like, to to look at a queen like, like that where it's just like, Well, we're only doing musical theater, we're not doing hip hop, so we're not going to use any of your tricks so you can have a moment.
2: It does, when you put it that way, I do see what you're going going at, where it, Adam Shankman came in and was like, no, this is the vision, this is what's happening, I don't care who it gets what, and since it's pre-recorded, I don't have to. Um, It's
1: also very fast. Like, if you watch it, it's pre-recorded very fast, so there's very little
2: Yeah, but the musical's like 20 minutes. I Oh
1: no, but like there's very you have to you have to move, you have to lip-sync so quickly mm-hmm. the entire time that like there's only so much characterization you can do when you are lip-syncing to a pre-recorded track that is moving at that speed that you have no control over.
0: I have a very different feeling about this, quite frankly, which is Here's my thought. If we're looking at timetable and everything, I feel like where we I mean, granted, Marsha getting cast in cabaret is a very new thing. So that happened much later. But if we're talking about Jinx being in Chicago or or like the drag musical, or there's another drag musical that I think was supposed to go to Off-Broadway and then didn't. Peppermint and Head Over Heels. Peppermint and Head Over Heels. It's now kind of saying that a drag queen going the musical theater route is a possibility. And one thing that I remember very deeply is I went to a talk with Cheetah Rivera. And Seth Rudetsky said, when you were working with Bob Fosse, like, was there collaboration? And she said, absolutely not. Bob Fosse did the choreography and you either got it or you didn't. And he said, well, what if you didn't? And she said, there's the door. There's another girl that can get it. And while I understand where you're coming from, it's also, to me, a very specific thing of when you're... You, you might be lucky and you'll have a choreographer who's like, hey, what can you do? What tricks can you do? But the other thing is that also with musical theater, and this has happened... Um, one of the most famous uh, situations that this happened with was the musical Xanadu, um, which is funny, because Jinx and Ginger were supposed to do a touring production of that. Huh. Um is that an actor was like, these are all the tricks that I can do on roller skates. And he did them. And then the show froze. Um, For those who don't know, when you do a musical, uh, you do previews. And then after opening night, the show freezes. So nothing has changed. Every like piece of choreography and X, Y, and Z, unless it's explicitly changed by the director stays. Um, When he went out, a new actor came in and started doing all of his tricks And he said, no, these are my tricks. They're not, like, the choreographers. So I should be getting money for this. So I think that in a weird way, yes, I agree with you that, you know, with Maya, there should be something to be said about, like, well, this is what she can do. She's good at hip-hop. She's good at whatever. However, if that's not the assignment, that's not the assignment. Sure, but
1: that doesn't make this a good challenge. Like, In a very simple thing, we have two types of musicals that happen now. And these are, when it's this rusical, these are my least favorite. I think that they always, I've never seen one of these rusicals where it is, everything is pre-recorded. There are lead roles and there are small roles. And every time we do it, the judging has to be bonkers because all of these queens are operating at a very similar level when it comes to their ability to do basic musical theater choreography um and then it just becomes a lot of like very weird judging versus something like Joan the Rusical or the social media musical where the queens are performing they're singing they're doing the songs they're lip singing to their own tracks mm-hmm. when they get into the choreography sessions because every single because every single one of them gets a song where they are the star mm-hmm. they get to the choreography session and it becomes a little bit collaborative Because, yeah, when you're working with Bob Fosse, or even when you are working with Adam Shankman, you're working with, like, a professional choreographer, but a lot of the time, if you're in a musical and you can—they'll be like, what are all of the tricks people can do? The people who can, like, tumble and do backflips and do splitses tend to do them in musicals because people like them. But if you're just coming in to, like, do a 20-minute pre-recorded kind of nonsense thing— the decision to just be like, yeah, you two are in the back background, so your only job is to support Sephira and make sure she has a chance to win, that sucks. And that's such a shitty thing to do in a competition where, like, again, there were three roles that were allowed to be high, and all three of them were high.
0: That's yeah. true.
1: And, that is- and then it was just randomly three people in the bottom who, like— they have decided are exposed, uh, are
2: disposable, disposable, yeah.
1: and that's just like I, it, it, I, as much as I like enjoyed watching the musical, I hate these episodes because I just think that they're so uninteresting and uninspired, and they're such a boring version of Drag Race. It, um, where yeah. it's like, where it's like, what, what was even the point? Because like, after after they did the casting at the beginning of the episode, nothing else
2: mattered. I suppose I do suppose they're thats valid because we all saw the same same musical, musical, yeah. And as the one who doesn't do musical theater here and not an actor, I do just kind of approach this with a little bit of a distant, like, oh, that's fine. Um, yeah, there are three parts that get the big numbers, and then everyone else is. Not even, you know, the Russians from the social media one, Mm -hmm. where you're just in, like, one scene. Well, they're also
1: singing. Like, the Russians sang. Yeah.
2: Like, and had, like, star
1: moments. The actual people who got star moments other than the three were Plain and Tsunami, who also arguably could have been pushed to top. Yeah.
2: I don't have much to say about casting and musicals or any of that, because I'm, I'm not that gay. But, you know,
1: who is that gay? Melissa McCarthy. When I saw Drag the Musical, Melissa McCarthy was there. I was with you. No. This is my story, (laughs) not David. So he was not present. Even if you go to my social media and find the photo of me at Drag the Musical, David is there. He was not present me and melissa McCarthy. i bought the tickets oh my god david can you let me have a moment god david david you're such a bad friend if you're not gonna let me exclude you entirely from a story where i met melissa mccarthy and then she invited me to do her makeup for the little mermaid but i said no i want to give the opportunity to a straight man instead
0: well if you did it it would have been the little they made Murdaid. Murdaid. I was going to say the little hermaid, but then I was like, no. Mm. <laughs> uh
1: but Melissa McCarthy shows up as Adam Shankman's assistant. <laughs> why? why? <laughs> I genuinely ju- why? why? As a Groundlings
2: kid, as a Groundlings kid, I'm legally not allowed to say anything bad about her and I don't want to cuz I love her, but like yeah. why
1: are you here? Part of me was like, did she did she express that I wonder if this is a challenge where Something happened this season where things got shuffled around, and everything got moved one day, and so this was the day she was supposed to be on set, and Mm -hmm. it was supposed to be a challenge day, but because of X, Y, and Z, it then became a
0: rehearsal day, day. so it was like, well, do you still want to show up? And she was like, yeah, I'll just- have fun. Or like maybe if things got shoveled around and she was supposed to do Snatch Game, because why the fuck is Kira Sedgwick doing Snatch Game next week? Who's Kira Sedgwick? Don't worry about it. Exactly. I
2: just I I love <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. And Same. she is she has a history as a hyper queen, so it's like she has every right to judge and be here and all that yeah. stuff. And you know, she's she comes in and she's Spilling she, drinks, she's throwing cheese. She's being Nymphia wins. Yeah, she yes, she, she she's she, a mess. She pulls out baby bells
1: and just while they're
2: doing choreo starts
0: throwing them at okay. the audience. All I'm going to say is for, for the someone, audience, I mean the queens. For someone who, for someone who is both someone who has been in musical and drag spaces. Why is she throwing cheese at them? Oh, because she knows that they're in their hotel room, so they can't bottom anyway. I was going to say, <laughs> thank you for stealing my joke. Um, you totally it. I actually
1: him. didn't know that that was uh, the joke. No, my joke was going t- to
0: be, why is she throwing cheese at people during a musical theater challenge? Because A, dairy is bad for your voice, and B, most of them are bottoms.
2: You're,
0: I, I. I'm not wrong. You're not? You're not. You're not wrong. I don't wrong. care if they're lip-syncing. It's, she still knew it was a musical theater challenge. Hey, uh, she didn't know what she was showing
1: up for. She thought it was Snatch
2: Game. <laughs> She's like, none
1: of these girls are
2: dressed like that. So me. was she going to throw cheese at the Snatch Game queens? Because that would have been funny as well. I would have loved that. That would have been great. <laughs> Bring cheese to Snatch Game. That's what Snatch
1: Game of Love has been missing. Cheese. Um, But no, I think that... Uh, I think that she's very fun. I have no idea why she's there. No and clue. The choreography is very fine. Uh, the cho- yeah. other than that, other than that, it's just like a very normal choreography session. You
2: don't uh, get it immediately. Oh, you're in trouble. Don't worry about it.
0: Uh, All I'm going. What to- do you mean? The person who didn't get it immediately did need to worry about it. There's two things yeah. that I have to say that we glossed over, um, which is about plasma. Oh God. Um. I love plasma. What plasma? Stan, shocker! I know. Um, but like one thing that I will say that's very that I do think is kind of like that we really just kind of glossed over that I think was definitely a moment that was kind of like very funny and sincere, but also I understand why Don just rolled her eyes so hard. Was when she was like, "Thank you so much for letting me be Mariah." I mean, this role means so much to me because the sound of music is everything. When I got my graduation card my grandparents wrote the lyrics to climb every mountain in it and then don just rolls around i have
2: never felt more like Dawn than i do right now i am Dawn is me and i am Dawn. i have officially become an elf i guess yes I, all
1: i'm gonna say david is that we didn't gloss this over like
2: Dawn, we blocked it out of our memory entirely. <laughs> well, mostly you two were just very heated about the well. Art I just do not musical. The,
1: well, it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like there wasn't. This is one of those weird episodes where there was a decent amount of faffing in the workroom. Yes. Not that much, though, because it's a, like a 20 minute musical it is and a, long, a runway. Yeah. Like, the weird thing about this episode is that I feel like while there's a decent amount of faffing around, there's tsunami, Q, and plane coming around to stir shit. But like they just kind of say mean. They literally just walk up to each group and say mean things to the people who didn't get lead roles. Yeah. Like it's a very it's one of those things where again, it just it they're not like going after Safira or Plasma yeah. or to be like or anyone who's a yeah, front runner. They're they're just punching down. Um I'm sorry. And but- Tsunami and and Tsunami uh, Morphine's like Tsunami. Why are you being mean to me just cuz you want to fuck Plane? Yeah, I'm starting to think that Burger Finger is contagious. Ew. Um, but it's one of those things where it's uh, like we have a little bit of that, but it's not.
2: It's not interesting. I will say, Plane does get not a moment, but it is furthering the. No, no, no. You don't understand. Plane's actually sympathetic. Don't, don't run away. Don't run away. Don't, don't hate her. Oh
1: yeah, Plane was a was a ballroom, ballroom dancer. dancer. <laughs> I I think it's important to note that um, Plane's father probably. Regularly uses the F slur, absolutely. Oh yeah, and let her dance like that on a national, international competition setting.
0: I'm sorry, I just like saw the video, and it's just like head moving, body as if moving independent from head, and it was just like such a like dude,
2: dude, well, dude, dude What dude. I really love was the fact <laughs> like that
0: th- Plain's head has not changed, not since at all. Wow, no. <laughs> like Plain, Plain
1: has had gay face since she was a child. Plain. I will say, Plain is someone whose expression doesn't change very
0: much. I'm not bitter about it. I. I feel like Plain's arc this season is internalized homophobia. <laughs> well, it's how they're going to make hey, us hey, hey. root for her when she makes top four. Hey,
1: Plain's arc this season as externalizing her homophobia. That's yeah. true. No, that is uh, true. <laughs> but no, the so well, like we have a little bit of that mm. again. It's a, this is a very plot light episode. Which I think is even noted in, like, the winner of this this episode, who I don't think feels like necessarily the winner of this season, and the person who went home—the lip-sync this episode being a lip-sync of two people that they did not find relevant. Like, this is a very—this is a filler episode, just based on the everything that happened.
0: I— Except for the runway. It's funny, because I actually kind of disagree. I feel like there was quite a bit of plot, and quite a bit of—
1: Oh, what plot? yeah
0: genuine I, genuine question Yeah, n- not no, no, no. being shaped, um not being a cow um, i mean for me i think it's the idea that <clears throat> excuse me you're excused um for me it's kind of one of you is one of you a coke um for me it was very much like an interesting arc because i think it was a like actually genuinely i think it was a few things because i feel like a lot of it was it was it was very much Plasma's episode because it was about a queen. I'm curious if we're setting Plasma up for a fall. I think we are. Like Ooh. like like.
1: There's a weird level of like Plasma's doing really well, and I can't help we setting. But she's also
0: she doesn't have main character energy.
1: No, no, it's not that she doesn't have main character mm. energy. She's doing really well, but every time she does better, her edit gets worse. So like she started out as like plucky underdog got a win it was like oh that's exciting and she is like her edit has gotten just like harsher towards her and shadier and shadier and then this episode we kind of get her making like burger finger jokes and being and i'm curious if like next week we're gonna have her like bomb snatch game
2: okay so your arch nemesis joe actually brought up something that i find very Fascinating. Oh, so many I know you do, but this one was on the TikToks. I didn't. I, so
1: didn't. I didn't watch this video, but I saw it they pop up.
2: described pl not not plain plasma. plasma. Thank you. There's too many p names. I should know. I'm a pope. Uh, plasma is basically not the pope, a pope. I, yes, obviously. I don't have the hat. Plasma is basically Ms. Cracker plus Jan, but successful, which I find very fascinating because. Ms. Cracker got a really great season 10 run because she was an underdog who kept getting overshadowed, Mm -hmm. but was really fucking talented. And Jan is someone who was just so aggressively, I need this win, pick me.
0: Plasma has that energy, but she keeps succeeding and it's fascinating. Well, I think it's also just because like there's a weird level of, I don't think anyone was expecting Plasma to do this well. No. (sighs) And she's doing so well that you can't deniably ever not give her the win because, like, there's something we're going to get to later and it has to do with Plane. Um, and I just kind of feel like if you're looking at the Beats of stuff, it very much is a case of Plasma being the Jan or the Lucy where there is something kind of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like desperate, del- desperate and delusional. Um, of like I'm such a good queen but like actually she has the goods to back it up and also like if you I mean I watched it twice and I feel like the second time around because the first time around I was like Safira didn't win spoiler alert um and then the second time around I was really watching Plasma and for me the episode is about Plasma saying no I'm not gonna Be nice. I'm gonna take what I want because I know that I can actually do this. And everyone going, like, okay, girl, we're ready to watch you fall on your face then. Because if you look at it, Dawn's making fun of plasma. When I'm making fun of plasma, you're making fun of plasma. When they're all sitting there and plasma's getting the one-on-one choreo, they're all making fun of plasma. Like the whole episode is basically like it's it's kind of like rachel berry to an extent where it's like i did get very big
2: uh illiterate
0: child actress energy This episode, like it was so. just very much like in my opinion in re-watching it the second time i was like oh this episode is very much everyone kind of expecting plasma to fall and actually really succeeding because if you look any anytime like also when plain um when plane q and tsunami come over and start making fun of dawn and megami she's got her headphones on and she's like doing counts and learning the and learning the and learning the lines they can't even touch her because she's not even paying attention to them eventually she takes out the headphones and goes what's going on but like the arc is about her this episode and it's also again throwing in a plane isn't that bad
1: again i i
0: I mean, I think it's
1: less of a plane isn't that bad and more
0: of a... Because she is that bad. We all have a
1: little bit of plane. But also, I think that there is a... I think that, again, that's why this... I think this episode feels like filler if Plasma doesn't win or place because the only person with narrative this episode is Plasma. And no one else has it. Which is... uh, Which I think just happens sometimes. It's just like one of those things where it's like... I, I can't think of a lot of... Like things that happened this episode. Mm. It's not. This isn't like a. This episode isn't like so full of moments, and I think it's partially because there's just so much RuPaul to get through. Speaking of, so we never talk about RuPaul's looks, and we shouldn't this week because I what, what was hateful. this when you when you have nothing nice to say? um Make you're a uh, Why? Why did you? I want to know if like. The, the If maybe, like, she spilled... She was, like, eating in this, and she spilled something on the middle, so she had, to, like... You know RuPaul ol- hasn't
2: eaten solid food since the Kennedy administration.
1: But, like, if she... Sorry, uh, you said that. My immediate reaction was, maybe she was with JFK, and then... Like, when he like when his head blew off, it, like, splattered on this dress, and she had to cover it up oh God. with the checkered
2: flag. And then she time-traveled back to
1: 2024? Yes. Okay. But, like, what What was that? Why? David, you know what fashion is. Make this make sense.
0: Oh, I'm going to make it make sense very quickly. Um, It's a two-piece. Uh-huh. So and she can wear sweatpants. No, it's a two- exactly. So the bottom can come off, and she can put wear sweatpants. However, RuPaul, even though I don't think that she is a very big man, is wearing spanks that go up to here, yeah. right under the titty. Mm. So if it's a two piece, and it's a skirt and a bikini top, she needs something to cover the spanks. So that's why they put the third piece. They put a panel so to a, cover the so, spanks. So <laughs> it's a three piece! It's a three piece. Exactly. <laughs> and a biscuit. Yes. That the biscuit is, is the hilarious
2: will. Ross Matthews. Yes. um, You know what it is, David? And you will, um, I think you'll get this. She, this RuPaul is you've gotten the dolls and you've set them up and you put them in the cute outfits, but you have all the spare outfits that come with and you don't want to just like put them in a Tupperware container. So you throw them on another doll. You're not really like going to display. Yeah. No, 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 no,
1: no, this rue is a doll that just is in a bodysuit That is that checkered flag and it's printed onto the doll.
3: (laughs) Yeah. So you can't take it
1: off. Yeah. So you just, you put a nice outfit on
0: around it. Oh, there was nothing nice about that outfit. That skirt was hateful. That top was hateful. That wig was hateful. Everything was hateful. And this rusical
2: was also hateful. It wasn't. I thought it it was fine. fine.
1: It's a a good rusical. Like, here's the thing. I hate this rusical because I hate rusicals that are like this. I don't think that these types, I don't think that if you're going to do something, if you're going to create a competitive episode of television, you just kind of need to put everyone on at least somewhat of the same footing. At the same time, this was a good, like the show itself was good. Yeah, like it was. It was fun. We start out with them at the, co- uh, um, they're at the Abbey. They're at, they're at the Abbey
2: hosting Eurovision, basically, which is
0: very cute. And so they're
2: There's all. There's prepared- nothing
0: cute about the Abbey.
2: <laughs> Wait, you know what it is? That people who don't live in Los Angeles don't know the Abbey is a gay bar.
1: No, no. Do you know what? Do you know what's happening in this? What's going on? This ruzical was not the sound of ruzic. You know what it was? What was what? it? How the Bitch Stole Christmas.
2: Fuck you. It is. <laughs> fuck you. It is? Fuck you. I it had is that thought right? too, actually. We swore we were never talking I about had that, that again. too. No, shut up. Shut up.
0: Both of you, shut up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the flying fuck up. How? No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm sorry. Crazy. I think you need to be like morphine and just like, I'm going to let you eat cheese because she's right.
2: I... <gasps> we're I'm not like, talking
0: about that
1: but like moving on so so it starts we get a number we get the opening number which is Safira and her two background singers who will be in the bottom this week mm-hmm. um poor, who, poor, poor I,
0: maya. I mean
1: maya maya does arguably do the worst in this she episode. she does the
0: worst and then also like i mean all i'm going to say is what happened to they but like, they dinged um a mandatory for they dinged um, Maya for as well. So I was happy about that. Which thing? That the habit got in her face. But I
1: will say, you know who doesn't do
0: poorly? Morphine.
1: Yeah, Morphine. Morphine yeah, does. Know. Like, the problem is is that Maya does arguably the worst, and then no one else does a bad job.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. Um, yeah. And that's a problem we've been having kind of this whole season, where it's like, we get to our bottoms, and we're all like, I don't know i put them there i don't know uh,
1: yeah so we we so like morphine is like giving energy she doesn't have anything to do but she's like making she's creating moments mm-hmm. and then uh they're they're like they do their opening number they announce that there's three teams and one of them is uh one of them is the von von snap family singers one of them's obsessed with pinecone. <gasps> David, can you explain pine cones to me? Is this a sound of music reference?
0: I have no clue. Did they just realize you,
1: that like half of the sound of music is Nazis, and they were uh, like, "We don't want to talk about Nazis, so we're talking about pine cones." I it, mean, it's about it shoving gave a me, pine
2: cone up her ass. What are you two talking I, about?
0: No, it was it was weird because it was giving me um, Dunice energy. Well, you know what? But you know what? Well, you Wait, know do you what, know what I'm talking about when I say that? And so, I'm
1: Junie. Yeah, I'm Junie.
0: That's the energy that it was giving me. Was very like. Like, I'm the weird one, but, like, I was... But she's Liesel, right? She's Diesel? No, Liesel is... She's Diesel. No, but Liesel is the one who... Liesel, in theory, is actually Megami.
1: No, no, she's the one who, like, get dates, right? She's the one who... She's 16 going on 17, is Liesel, Liesel, right? yeah. Actually, I'm 33. So, hear me out.
0: Uh-huh. Hear me out.
1: I'm hearing. Who does Liesel date? The Nazi. Who does Nymphia date? The Pinecone. They were like, we don't want to put Nazis into our Rusical. We're just going to replace the Nazi with a pine cone. Yeah, but- And it, they just kind of do it without thinking. It's yeah, but it's unhinged. my name is
0: Schnitzel and I want to marry. So that's Liesel. That's the Liesel character. I mean, sure, but we don't get a romance between it. Like, sure, but there's no plot. None of these three
2: girls get plot. And either way, Dawn looks insane. Dawn but- looks so good. Don is- Actually, the best person. in Dawn musical. is horrifying.
1: She's so funny. Terrifying. She. This musical gave me a lot of. Um, continues to give me confidence that Dawn will be able to perform a lip sync because the way that she moves I'm just her face, she's gonna
0: win soon.
1: Like so the way that she, uh, the way she moves her face is so manic. She's so weird. She's so silly. Like she's so in the pocket. Again, I actually the thing that made me annoyed was that I was like, oh. Megami, Nymphia, and Dawn created a very cute dynamic. I mm-hmm, agree. They were three characters who had nothing to do. And Megami was probably the least interesting of the three, but they were just, like, that
0: trio was good. Well, can I just say one thing that, to me, is the difference between, I mean, duh, but the music, the difference between, like, musical theater, and a television show is the fact that we are seeing... First of all, I think they, they've they said that they do the musical each.
1: They did all three acts of the musical three times. Uh, Megami said this at Precinct.
0: Okay. Excuse me. So if you're doing all three acts of the musical three times, you're getting the best of each section. You're getting the best of each section, and the truth of the matter is is the fact that Joe will get this. When you're seeing a musical, there are people that are always on and there are people that are always there. And sometimes the yeah, people that when are. We saw Mama Mia. That's where the, I was going.
1: When we saw Mama Mia and Act 2 started and I'd seen every one of those queens on Grindr during intermission. And Act 2 starts and we're at the wedding and every single one of these girls is trying to pull focus by having the gayest reaction to everything happening.
2: Yeah. And I'm just there so like you were not there yeah
0: exactly um sorry to call you out like that pope it's fine i'm not a, i'm not as into musicals as you too it's fine um but yeah <laughs> so basically i kind of feel like we don't know like we might have like maybe in take two everyone was on in take one and three they were kind of off we're only seeing what the editor and what the producer wants us so to the see p- yeah Problem it's is that it's actually but like the issue is is that it's
1: not my job to assume that they're right. It's their job to show me the parts where they mess up. And they didn't do that, which is why the editing is... Which is why... Like, it is poor editing. If if there are moments where Megami could have been justified into the bottom, or where Nymphia and Dawn didn't do well enough to place in the top, Mm -hmm. show me that in the edit. Don't just make me assume, because I don't assume. I actually... Based on all of the notes, don't think that's what
0: happened. No, no, I completely agree. Because uh, also, is frustrating. did you watch Untucked? No, they didn't play it. Okay, so I watched Untucked, and apparently in Untucked, multiple people flat out say, and they didn't show this in the judging, but apparently they said multiple times, like, this is the hardest rusical that we've had to do. We're literally trying to, like, split hairs because no one did poorly. Yeah. Like, it's really the need problem to we've been having all season. Like yeah. we really needed to like, it, it. just becomes like, who's a winner and who isn't.
1: Yeah. Again, it's one of those things where it's 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 why this episode is so frustrating, is that you just kind of look at it and you're like, you guys just decided that you guys just decided that this is who's going home. These, yeah. That you, it's, and you can tell once we get to, let's get through the musical. There's a few other moments. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, um, plane and tsunami have a have uh do a parody of break up bye bye mm-hmm. it's cute um I think there's a moment where plane maybe accidentally is saying tsunami's words and has to fix her mouth um yeah but that's just conjecture I don't know anything and I'm a stupid baby
2: um, uh they call Q everyone's favorite nationalist I gotta laugh out of me yeah. also she's doing Lily von Stupp I thought that was funny she's doing Lily von Stupp as Amanda Lapore which she's, is very funny uh blazing saddles a movie so you've never seen it yeah oh, okay
1: i only know i my favorite version of this character from the sound of music is still schmigadoon when it's jane krakowski and uh what's who's the girl from schmigadoon
0: which one the Main girl oh um oh my god what is her name right from from, from, from snl uh,
1: cecily strong yeah cecily strong goes i think you're a nazi and then later she goes of course i'm a nazi that's very oh, fun. yeah, um, that was in the first season, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. That's, that was in do not Schmickago. Um But yeah, it's it's very, it's cute, it's charming. Again, the Rusical is good throughout. I think Plasma feels like the very clear winner. Mm-hmm. She does. Um, but again, it's so fast. Like, there's no point where the girls could languish in anything because it just keeps moving because they're trying to fit a three-hour movie combined with The Bitch Who Stole Christmas, into the span of 20 minutes. <laughs>
2: Promise me we'd never talk about that The again. Bitch Who Stole so The Sound of too. Music. <laughs> oh, my God. So. Which
0: I, is The Baroness, technically. Yeah, fair. I guess my
2: only thing about Plasma is her character's supposed to be kind of, so she's supposed to be uh, the lead lady from uh, The Sound of Music, and she's also supposed to be, uh, God, what's her name? Ariana Grande?
1: No, I think she it's, just, she just, the character's name is Maria, so they called her Mariah, and then they made her Mariah Grande. Well, it's
0: because, as we learned from the f- the the third episode of this series, um, Julie Andrews, Mariah Carey, and Ariana Grande all have six octaves.
1: I think it's because, as we all learned from uh, this series, um, sometimes...
0: Oh my god sorry i just got like a push. um this episode was a payoff to the third episode when plasma called uh Saphira julie andrews yes but also because and then didn't give her the julie andrews role and then but also she's like she's not the only singer here and Safira is like oh you think you're so good but plasma didn't sing yeah, that's I, the problem is that no one sang.
1: Like, the issue... This ruse goal would be better if people sang. <laughs> no, I agree, the but I'm just... The problem with ruse goals where no one sings is I don't care. Um you
2: no know what I, I do care you. about? You know what I do care about, you two? You know what? what I do care about? The runway? The runway. Runway? Run, run, runway. Bring it to the runway? Take it runway. to the runway.
1: Well, all right. First up, we have plasma.
0: So, oh, wait. What? Yes? David, what's the category? Oh, sorry. Category is... I can buy myself flowers. I can take my own name. David, we really don't... No, stop. Please, please, please.
2: (laughs) What? That's the name of the category. No, it's not. It was just, I can buy myself flowers. It was... It it was not... I know, but I
0: just kept going. I know. I'm asking you, please. I don't want to get copyright struck. Okay, fine. It's, I can buy myself flowers. Thank you. It's write my name in the sand. I... I've honestly gotten to a point where I just, like, change it every time. It could be take-my-own-name, eat-my-own-ass.
1: David, to quote Miley Cyrus, stop pretending you don't know the words to this song. <laughs> so,
2: first up was Plasma. And I will say, oh, part of me is getting a little tired of the Barbara Streisand. But then there's stuff like this, and I
0: cannot what knock it. What the fuck are you talking about? What? this is not barbara streisand this is barbara streisand no it's not it's hello dolly yeah no it's not it's my fair lady everyone keeps saying it's hello dolly it's clearly my fair lady i mean that's the color of hello you know what No, dolly levi wears red no she has red hair but it's clearly my fair the look is my fair
2: lady regardless it's a fantastic look (laughs) Well, I also
1: didn't like Barbara Streisand in My Fair Lady. It wasn't her. It was.
2: <laughs> What's I her face? I
1: don't want to talk about My Fair Lady. I want to talk about Plasma's look.
0: I'm trying to think of. My like, Fair Plasma.
1: You know, she, she was just like the rain and fame falls mainly on the plains.
0: Exactly. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> this
2: is a beautiful sunflower n- number with this gigantic hat. and. Yeah. Honestly, this is probably the best thing Plasma has worn all season. It, I agree. It looks incredible. The makeup uh, actually looks good. Yeah, the it's tool ombre. Yeah. The, I cannot bet. Yeah, ombre tool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. The way that, yeah, the way the tool plays at the bottom, the way that it, the, the, it's all yellow flowers, and then there's just pops of red flowers. It's just, this is by far her best runway. It is a musical theater reference, depending mm-hmm. on what you want to call it. It could be My Fair Lady. It could could be hello dolly it could be funny girl honestly i think it's wicked um this
0: is the look this is my fair lady
3: okay
1: not
0: a visual medium i know but i'm just showing you guys because you're both like oh this this is dolly levi and i'm like it's not dolly levi it also does
1: look like a dolly levi dress
0: dolly levi does have several looks also i'm really embarrassed
2: because when they (laughs) mentioned dolly levi i just thought of uh you know dolly levi in west hollywood (laughs)
0: Like this is the Dolly Levi look. It's not the same thing. So well, that's a different I look at her
1: Sunday uh put on your Sunday clothes look. So next up was
0: Sephira. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> oh my god. god.
2: Um how did she not win? How did she pack this? How? It's how? probably like the pumpkin and inflatable. It's just so good. Wait, she's a Final Fantasy summon that also needs to go to the opera. What are you house. talking about? This is that's uh, an This
1: is specifically Final Fantasy X2. When you use Yuna's ultimate version of her, uh, which is the dress-up game, when
0: you use her ultimate outfit, it is this flower. What are you talking about? This is the gayest thing ever. It's clearly of Sivan, because it blooms just for you. I want to be clear, David, and I, n- I
1: just need you to understand this is not a read on you, but you are incorrect. Final Fantasy X2 is the gayest thing ever.
2: It is literally a game about three women going on a road trip and finding and new clothes. All of their powers are just costume changes. Mm-hmm. it's Sorry. fantastic um, my very stone dog is falling off the couch it's very cute but uh, um, everything about this look is right the uh wait the Final Fantasy
0: 2 is to Wong Fu thanks for everything Julie Newmar 10-2 to be clear
2: 10-2 um yes oh wow it is, it is absolutely that absolutely um it's <laughs> genuinely
1: like yeah you would if the pro- yeah you would like the aesthetics of this game Yeah, okay. it opens with uh Yuna just being a pop star on stage for okay no. last game she was a priestess. She was a priestess and a summoner. Um, though I guess when people die, Yuna does dance. Um, she's always
2: dancing. Um, and now Yuna dance. Yeah. So I want to talk about Sapphire's look though because we are not a Final Fantasy podcast. We could if we wanted to be though. Well, two of us could.
0: I could probably do
2: it. I played a Final Fantasy once. Which one? I, yeah. I don't remember. What yeah. were the what, what what
1: was the vibe of the main character? Was he a monkey? Was he sad? Did he have a sword? I, it was, was colorful. He gay?
2: That doesn't narrow it down at all. I want to talk about this look—the yellow wig with this perfect makeup and just the dash of yellow and green. Yeah. The, oh, the, the 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 so stem good. at
1: the bottom, the yellow, yeah. the yellow both at the the yellow uh, at the top of the skirt while also being on the sleeve. The shoe is perfect. It is stunning. It is one of the. It's Safira, one of the best things we've ever seen on Drag Race. Safira is delivering all stars caliber runways every single week, and it is just incredible to look at. Also, when she turns around,
2: it's a full bud. Yeah, yeah, it's like a full
0: three D. It's, 3D it's like, amazing.
2: It's it's a sculpture in the round. Yeah, I'm, I love this yeah, look. It's it is probably one of my favorites of the season. I
1: I can't wait for this to be one of the looks she brings to DragCon.
2: Yeah. Oh God. Um. Yeah.
1: Next up, we have Morphine, Morphine who. Heard flower
0: and thought child. Um, I love this look. I think that this look is definitely lotus safe. Yes,
1: I just think that like everyone, sometimes, the fact she comes out
0: after safira is so not sometimes fair.
1: Sometimes you have a runway where every other person decided this is the runway I'm going to put a billion dollars in, and you wore a nice outfit. Yeah, because like it's at cute. least she stoned it. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's a beautiful like. Uh, bell bottomy 60s outfit. She has sunflowers in her hair. The wig is
2: incredible. Um, They do comment. I do wish it was lined. I agree with the judges because you could just kind of see the wrong side of the fabric because the sleeves are these long, beautiful, billowing sleeves. Mm -hmm. And then I can see the wrong side of the fabric. And I'm like, it's not the end of the world, but I wish it was a little different. Yeah. I also like that she had like the little acid
0: on her tongue. That that was cute. made it. So good. It's
1: yeah. a, it's it's aesthetically just like it's so cute. It's so
0: correct. Yeah, it's a fun one.
1: Yeah. Up next we have Maya Amon Page who said,
3: "Rosebud."
1: I
0: love this. I don't bond. like this outfit. I think really? Oh, uh, uh,
2: why don't you like it? I am curious.
0: Um, I don't like it because everything blends in too much. I wish that the roses were a sl- either the dress or the roses were a slightly different color. Like if she had maybe done like a a lighter red
1: or or if, a pink or maybe if they had like a little bit of green under them to accent. Them. yeah,
0: it's, honestly, I feel like
2: a brighter shade of red would actually look beautiful with her skin tone.
0: yeah, yeah, but I'm like if like if if it were a paler red and brighter roses, the problem is that the roses blend too much in with the dress itself. Again, it could be a lighting issue on the stage. but for me personally, when I saw this, I said, where are the flowers? Oh, there they are. It just kind of all melted into one thing.
1: I like this look. gen. I think this is similar. This is one of those ones where it's like, it just is like a very pageanty version of roses. Yeah. It's um, very pageant, and I don't think that's a bad thing. And yeah. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but it's not necessarily my aesthetic. And mm-hmm. I like so many of these other looks that this one just floated towards the bottom for me. Yeah. Personally. Up next is Dawn, giving you Ghoul Dawn. I love her makeup in this. She's look. so tired yeah. of being dead. I like, love this. I like, like this is one of her best makeup jobs. I love that she was like it's inspired by the flowers you
0: leave on gravestones. See, I wish that she had gone deeper into that, and the dress was like gray. Oh, and she looked more like a gravestone, and like had like the dead flowers, and then maybe like the bottom of the dress was green. Because for me, it just looked very like the movie Pearl, just in a different color Oh,
1: I thought it it was very Corpse Bride.
0: I see Corpse Bride
2: more than I see Pearl, but
1: I Um, do... I I also really like, I like the horns and the hair. I hate Uh, the gloves. Eh, they match the horns and the hair.
0: I just kind of wish it was a little bit more... Like, if I'm being honest, Dawn was actually kind of a bottom for me this week. Really? And that was hard for me to say, because I love Dawn. Yeah. I No,
1: I, I I mean,
0: I her runway wasn't my favorite, and I thought her runway might have held her back, but I really liked her in the challenge. I think she did good in the challenge. I just kind of felt like you could see on her face that she didn't want to be there.
2: Yeah. I feel like had Dawn had a better runway, as, and same with Nymphia, they could have possibly been pushed to the top. I agree. Yeah. I and agree. then up next, we have Megami. I love this.
1: I like it a lot.
0: All I'm going to say is for a woman who clearly wants to get fucked, why is she wearing a veil and panties? Why is she wearing white? (laughs) Like, I'm, like, this, like, this is, and and I am saying this with all the love in the world, this is a Playboy centerfold. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is, this is, like, this is porn. This is sexy. This is hot. This is
1: porn. But, like, I I like that she was, uh, like, they were like, you should have held on to the dress longer. No. And I was Uh, like, why? I want to look at this. Can I I, I say
0: something terrible? But She needed a Merkin.
2: I... Just a little bit of hair. She
0: needed. Out. She needed that. That a, l- a little flower merkin. That, so it just yeah, a, stick. That a flower woman, merkin would have been
2: funny. That woman needs that. Like like. I know she has a full bush. Okay, so I don't. I will say one of Megami's strength, in my opinion, is Megami is very good at emoting, and I think she's a wonderful actress. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel like it would have benefited her for the reveal had she carried the dress more and been more distressed before going into and I'm a sex pot. Mm-hmm. But judging the look just as a look, I think the color palette, I think the use of this wig is yeah. unhinged and awful in the best possible way. I love it. Um I love the tights. I love that there are vines in the tights, mm-hmm. not runs. Um this is a great look for me. I yeah. it's a really good look. It's just it's it's a very astonishing look. It it's
1: it's pretty. It's nice. It's cool. Wait, what
0: kind of a look is it? Christopher Columbus. God it's damn it! I was going to say that.
2: I don't get it.
0: Don't worry about it's, it. Thank it's a musical you. reference.
2: Help me.
1: Um, I am gone. up next. We have Nymphia dressed in a thing I thought was going to reveal. Same. I I did as well. I genuinely. I I'm curious if she thought she was lip syncing this week. And if she kept it on because there's a reveal under it. It wouldn't because surprise me. Genuinely,
2: what is this? It's a cactus. Yes, it's she is so going big. for a succulent. And I do like that it is this beautifully constructed bodysuit that makes her look kind of like a Klaus Nomi thing from mm-hmm. hell. Um, and the revealing of the hands is so stupid. Yeah. I'm going to find it charming. Yeah, the
0: hand- But I wish that they were flowers. Yeah.
2: I, I do as well. I, I do as well.
1: Uh, yeah, the hand... the there are no hands to look and then they reveal out petal uh leaves. Um third she has a flower time on her this head.
2: Third time. I third time since we started the podcast, and I, I'm hand reveals are weird. I don't know if I I don't think I like them.
1: <laughs> um I do like that the the like quilted material has flowers yeah. on it. I just again I thought that this was gonna reveal into a look and it didn't and I was very confused.
2: Yeah. It's just like a very big look. You know what she said on Instagram, uh an inspiration for this look? What? The yellow Pikmin. That tracks. So what stupid. is that? Pikmin's a Nintendo game. Oh. These little plant creatures, and they have flowers. They're wait, so are they silly. the? Wait,
0: are they the like the like shimmying cacti? No, no, no. I, I know what you're talking about, but it's not those guys. Okay. No, mm-hmm. they're
1: they're they're little they're little uh amorphous blobs that have little flowers on their head.
0: Oh, okay. I thought it was the shimmying cactus. No. no. Uh, do, uh, do, next do, up,
1: speaking of shimmying do, do,
0: cactuses, no, that would be tsunami. Next up, we have Q. Can I just say? Go for it. I am so proud. Of the monster from Cloverfield for coming out. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? This made me think of.
1: Remember that time that they had a flower runway on all stars three and they told that Trixie Mattel, it was too much.
2: Yeah. I'm just, I just want to. You
1: think it. this is too much? No, I think this is beautiful. I just, I'm still mad. They told Trixie Mattel. She had oh, too many yeah, flowers. No, that yeah. was, uh,
2: that was unhinged. <laughs> and it's the reason I hate the critique of it looks like a costume. Honey, it is a costume. Yeah. It's a man. Uh, Q here is, I don't know how I feel about the arm extension things, honestly. I, she looked like the Cloverfield monster. It does give you Cloverfield monster. It does give you, uh, Alien Queen, uh, for reference another yep. drag race right now. But this is so unhinged and so wild and so pink. I am here for Wait, it. I have a question. Who said that it looked like a costume? Oh, no, not this critique, but that, no, no, that... that critique comes up often. Oh, okay. I was going to say, is it
0: Michelle? Probably. Well, she's not a real woman either.
2: There you go. Wait, wait.
1: So I'm assuming the alien queen is from, uh, when you reference that, you're like to reference another drag race is something that maybe came up on UK versus the world. Yes. But it's really funny to imagine being like in intergalactic drag race. The alien queen (laughs) is competing
2: against like princess Leia and, and welcome to drag
0: race Jupiter. (laughs) I'm going there later to get stupider. I, wouldn't it be Drag Race Uranus?
2: <laughs> no, it's... That place is still burning, dude. Like, be sensitive. Uranus is burning. Wait. I use Pope, Preparation what? H. No, Joe does. They're sponsored. <laughs> thank you. Um, thank
1: you for reminding people the children have forgotten. Um, but I also, was going to say, Pope, if Uranus is burning, you really need to see a doctor. <laughs> Let someone know. But also, I, I, I... So what I will say is that I like this look and I like the maximalism yeah. of it. I wish there was more color variation cuz I just do think it's all a little bit blends together just a little bit for me. I see
0: that. Um, yeah.
1: I don't know. I really I really liked this look and I thought it was like it was it was astonishing that Q made this and all of that. Pretty it just for Columbus was not my favorite. It was it was when you compare this and Safira, which I think were the two, like, boom looks this week, I prefer what Safira brought.
2: I personally. agree. Safira's look is just so clean and well thought out. But yeah. I do really
1: like Q's makeup in this look. I thought it was funny when they were like, when you look at her makeup in this versus her makeup as Amanda Lepore, that's the same person. It was like, yeah, they she paints the same in both. One of them's just pink. Yeah. Y'all yelled at Dawn for painting her face a different color twice, and apparently Q doesn't, which is going to...
2: We anyway, all, we all need to accept the rules are made up and the points don't matter until they do. Well,
0: what? I was going to say also Q did the famous thing, which Joe once said, of fixing your face to be able to paint it.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
0: So. Anyway,
1: um, up next we have Plain Jane. I hate
0: this. I don't really like it. I hate this. I mean, this I is nothing. She, yeah, I guess the idea was cute. I, I'm, I'm happy that you're a Disney girly. Yeah, she's, she's so she comes out in like a Rapunzel-y look. Mm -mm. Um, so
1: she comes out in like a mini dress and then she has a long Rapunzel braid that has flowers in it, kind of in reference to the movie Tangled when the girl, when the people braid her hair and put the flowers in it. My biggest problem is I don't like the dress. Yeah. It's not a cute dress. Like, like I, I like the concept of the wig. I wish that, I wish that it was even longer, but I appreciate that like things have limits, but like, it's just the dress isn't particularly cute. And then she's like, I'm giving you something different for plane. It's like, how?
2: How no, is this different? This is not. I'm like, this I'm is like, a skater outfit.
1: Yeah, it's, 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 this is, this is an ice skating outfit. Like yeah. Like you did last week. But it's just like, it's, it's fine. I'm sure if I liked plane more, I wouldn't have as many problems with this outfit. And I don't have, uh, I, I do really like the picture she posted on Instagram of it. Uh, she posted with Jujubee <laughs> and, Jujubee's and Jujubee's mother. Jujubee's Gothel. mother, Gothel. Oh, that's amazing. It's, it's very really funny. Good. And they're like, and they have like she, she's like pulling her up on like a fire escape. It's, it's really great. good. It's great.
2: But Pope, yeah, you were saying something. You were gonna say something. Oh, uh, so apart from this just being a mini dress with cheap flowers glued to it, and I know cheap flowers. I've been to Joanne's, motherfucker. I know where you got those. Um, cheap flower. If this that. what if this didn't have the wig, this is nothing. So I ha- but we have to include the wig because she was smart enough to wear the wig. The wig is fine. It looks cheap and fake, (laughs) but it's fine. Pope hates bald queens, confirmed. Um, I am... How dare you? How dare you? Those are my people. Those are my people, you bitch.
0: You know, can I just... My good bitch. All I'm going to say is I feel like I understand where she's coming from when she says, like, oh, I'm giving you a different thing. And I'm like, yeah, you're usually the villain, and today you're giving us the Disney princess, but I still think you're a bitch. (laughs)
1: My my issue with this look is I just didn't like it that much. No. Um like like it's just one of those things where I was like, okay. Like you could have again and I, I think she messed up a little bit of her stuff. Um I mean it's it's meh. Next we next up we have Zunami who saw flower and heard cactus.
0: Well, you know, it's funny because this dress actually reminded me quite a bit of the end of To Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie I Newmar. I see that. Yeah. Yes. That's what it reminded me of. And that and that ending is all, like, they're all flowers. Uh-huh. So that was what it, that read to me. But then when she was like, I'm an upside down bouquet, I was like, sure. No, you're sure. not. I no, mean, not. I mean, she
1: is. Like, well, yeah. she explains it and you go, oh, okay. Like, the tool is the wrapping and then yeah. the green and then...
2: I was like i I get it i mean i see it i just i just wouldn't you you have to explain it to me had she just said i'm a cactus or i was inspired by cactus i would if she was just like bitch i'm a cow bitch i'm a cow i'm not a cat i don't say meow um she (laughs) i'm a cactus (laughs) it it's kind of like a pretty girl version of what nymphia wore in my opinion Mm -hmm. and i'm not mad about it
1: yeah i i really i i i i liked it it wasn't my favorite but there's there's also like a kind of a cool like Spanish vibe to it that I'm really that I really like. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like she could like dance a tango
0: in this. Yeah. Really I, I, I really liked the look. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I <laughs> think no, no, we all did. I, yeah. Oh, yeah, no,
1: I liked it a lot. I just was like I was just like you didn't when you when you explained it, I went, This is stupider than I oh, thought it God. was. God.
2: Yeah. I just looked at my notes and I wrote She looks like a sexy Digimon and that's a win. There you go. What was... Rosemon? Yeah, Rosemon. I was like, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I, uh, I have to stop watching the show at like 7 in the morning on Saturday when I first wake up. Because it's, like, it's, it's a Saturday, Saturday morning, morning cartoon. cartoon. I, it effectively is for me. <laughs> but I, I my notes are weird. So, this week, Dawn, Nymphia, Plane, and Tsunami are all declared safe. Why? Because
1: none of them are considered expendable. And all of... And, uh...
0: The they didn't have lead roles. So there's something that I want to say, which is funny because, um, I really feel like Plain Jane. I mean, I don't know that we know when this was shot, but like, I feel like if there is a world where they did see All Stars with Jimbo, uh huh, um, Pl- Plain Jane is literally going, oh, I'm doing that because when she said oh, are you going to take your immunity person? She went, I'm not thirsty, Mama. And I'm like, that is literally you hungry, Mama. But yeah, it just kind of feels like Jane is trying to be like, I'm Jimbo, I'm likable. And I'm like, oh, honey, you're not Jimbo.
1: Yeah, again, I think that I, I, I'm I so, I would love to know who Plain is when she's actually herself. And not I, a
2: huge bitch.
1: But I have a feeling that there isn't a lot there. Like, my, my thought you know, sometimes it's like you got to fake it till you make it. It's like if you don't have a personality, if you don't have a personality uh, you can use,
0: uh, you know, store-bought Jimbo will do. <laughs> you know, I'll say this. What? I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say, you know what? I think that playing I don't know how old she is. I'm sure that there's a 75? number. There's a number next to her name. I haven't looked at it. It's mid-20s. I think that the thing is is that Plain is someone who I really hope comes to an all-stars in like a decade. And the reason why I say that is cuz I want to know Plain in her 30s, in her mid 30s when she is fully cooked, when her parents' opinion don't mean much to her, when she is clearly sort of out of this She's clearly in a state right now where she is California. No, Boston um that's a massachusetts. massachusetts same thing jinx um i had never said i was good at geography um Plain is someone who i feel like is just in a in a situation right now where as you said she's not herself and from what it sounds like from tea that was spilled with dawn like she's very quiet and reserved and not talking very much when the camera is not on her and then when the camera is on her she's playing the role of store-bought jimbo bitch I mean, listen. She's playing a villain. That's fine.
2: It's just not going to it's, endear me to it's her. Boring. But I, no, no, no. I agree with you. I'm just saying that I think that yeah. I
1: would. Yeah. Love, I would love to see her when she is confident, confident yes. enough in herself to show us who she is on
0: television. And I think that the beauty of Drag Race, her for, for her personal journey, not her Drag Race journey, her personal journey, is that she's going to gain a sense of self. Which is, I don't have to be the bitch. I don't have to do this. And maybe we will get an interesting redemption that is not Fifi O'Hara. One day. But right now we get the judging. And the judging is pretty
2: mid all around. The only moment that really stood up to me was, so they're slobbering on Q's knob. Like, oh, you did so good. Oh, the choreo. And it cuts to Megami's talking head and she goes what, what choreo. choreo yeah she walked from point a to point b and no, that is fair that is yeah. valid
1: my favorite is when they tell megami that she always does the same face and then they cut to three scenes and it's a different face than ever like it is
2: i was confused about that was were a- they saying her makeup or her face
1: they were like you're, fa- you're always giving the same thing in the face and then they cut to it and it's like it is three moments where she did do a different face and it was very funny <laughs> like, it's the eyes the eyes? It's
0: the eyes. Like, like
2: the eye makeup yeah. or okay. No,
1: I don't I think they're I I think they're meaning like Her resting bitch face? Her face. Like they're like they're they're saying her face, not her makeup. Because they, they say it's not your drag, it's not your makeup, it's your face. But like So what's she supposed to do? I don't know. Yeah. No, it's the problem is that like what they So I
2: I'm very confused by this critique. It's yeah. it's not a good critique is the problem,
1: and it doesn't make sense, and it's not actionable. But it's also not applicable to what they showed us because I think maybe what they meant is that like she kind of like so with so with this thing, there were points where she had to do like sad faces schnitzel and to like fierce face and. She did that in this, and then she also did it on the runway, because she had sad face with dress into fierce face. Maybe that's what they meant. Maybe. But that's not what they showed us. Instead, they're like, you do the same face every time, and she compares it to her Staten Island fairy, And, like, the Staten Island fairy is, like, very different. It's a very, like, tough, Brooklyn-y girl um, Staten Islandy, and then they went, and then they showed her Statue of Liberty, which was a little bit more like poised,
2: refined, and then they showed this, which was like fierce. Yeah, the three of us are sitting here like trying to process what they mean by this note, and I am the only like. One the, I- it's clear the editor also doesn't know what this note means because c- he could not
1: actionably show us. And if it's just that her eye makeup is always the same. That is true of so many of these. Girls. I, I was gonna
0: say that's the only thing that I could go to where I was looking at it, and the only thing that I was like, the only thing that's the same thing or similar on these three faces is the eyes. Yeah, like it, that's it. Yeah, it's frustrating. And again, it's just it's frustrating. It's
1: baffling. And I it, don't get it. The entire episode becomes frustrating when you look at it, and you're just like, Megami didn't belong in the bottom. And if she did, you could have given us any amount of reason and you clearly didn't have a reason. You just decided, well, no one's going to, we're not going to edit Megami to be a likable enough person to like make enough of an impact that people will care that we did this to her. So we're just going to do this to her.
2: I I am happy to say though, her, the response online. Oh, people are,
1: people are not happy about it. No, people
2: have fallen in love with Megami. Like not to the extent Joe has. But I mean, they fell in love with lot. Megami a long time ago.
1: <laughs> Again, I literally posted. You're watching, wearing a veil. Watching, uh, watching it at precinct. I was literally like watching Megami host Drag Race, just like the old days. Like, yeah, Meg- I've I've known Megami for years, it's right? Like, right. I'm just but saying,
0: you're you've wearing a known, veil. Known Megami. Shut up. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh. but anyway,
1: uh, they uh, they really like the three people who had lead roles, and they don't like the three people. Who they don't like this season. No. So Morphine gets told that she should have done more. They don't really have any notes for Morphine or Megami. Because Morphine shouldn't have been like, in the bottom. Morphine and Megami, I... they both. The problem is no one should have been in the bottom other than Maya. Um, But like both. Maybe Plain. Maybe Plain. Maybe Plain. Tsunami, maybe. Like, yeah. there's a level of like Tsunami and Plain had probably the most fun moment and were
0: fun in it. But like. Weren't great otherwise. Um, Maybe Dawn for me because I like. I mean, I think Dawn did a good job, but I will say I didn't love the outfit. I didn't love the runway, and I thought that you could see on her face that she was just like, I hate this. She was, I thought she was sad. like, she was like the kid who like did the theater elective, so she didn't have to do the sports elective. <laughs> but like, like I just why would you look at me when you say
1: that? <laughs> um, I, I just, I, I truly just watching it, I was like. If, if they had put in even the amount of effort to have, like, Nymphia as somebody who was high, they even call out Liking, Plane, and tsunami. It's like, then make one of them high instead of Q. Like, the fact that literally... Like, because Q isn't great. No, like, this week she's fine. Like, she's not... Like, she's she has the biggest role, but they're... uh Of the people who were safe, but, like, she's utterly fine in it. There's nothing... Anyone doing Q's role would have been high, and it's that's like that's why they're all fighting for those roles. Is that anyone who got those roles w- were going to be the three people who got to maybe win this week?
0: It, it's it's kind of weird because it feels like I don't know. The weird narrative is like it feels like either Nymphia or Plasma are gonna now have a giant fall from grace because I feel like Nymphia is doing very very well. But she's also kind of fading to the well, back in know, the last two episodes.
1: Well, uh, Nymphia actually was on the Olympic snatch game team. So she's going to be. <laughs> I love that tweet where it's like Nymphia. Nymphia spent. I, I was surprised that Nymphia didn't have a moment where she was like, I was actually in the sound of music. I am Julie Andrews.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: like
1: just knowing everything else that Just happens.
2: Some. Her, her story is wild. Yeah. But Plasma does join Nymphia in the two winner circle. In- yeah. Yeah. Uh, because... Did any of the originals
1: a... have two wins? I know. Sorry, that's...
2: That was a deep cut. Oh my god, really? It's my
1: favorite thing that's ever happened... Oh my gosh. ...was uh, Ben Crème walking out saying, Did any of the original winners have two wins?
0: Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> it's so funny. It's so dumb. And then Darian... Then Darian like, was like, Well, I wasn't there, so it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> that's my... act. That's actually my obscure Drag Race moment that is my favorite. Um, That and... I always thought Jinx Monsoon was the first plus size winner of RuPaul's Drag Race, which is from a uh, which is from one of those old like clip shows they used
2: to do before the reunion. I miss those. Actually, I don't. They were terrible. I miss them. I think they're funny.
0: Um, fair. Hopefully, hopefully we get a clip show this year. But what I was kind of need it. But what I was going to say is that like there just isn't there wasn't really any like everyone was kind of like yeah I'll do this part I'll do that part.
1: Well, there just aren't. After the first... After the
0: big three roles happen, there's nothing else you... No, no one's but, gonna fight over Sister Fister. No, but, like, I feel like people were just very, like, casual... Like there, like, there wasn't a bloodbath for any of these roles except for Mariah. I mean, Mariah... And that was barely a bloodbath.
1: Mariah and Baroness were the ones people fought over, and then... I think everyone just thought Sephira was gonna be Mother Superior. Like, yeah. I think I think that, like, that was just the one that people weren't gonna fight for it because they were like, it should be Sephira, and then Sophia didn't want it um, initially. But I think that just in general, like, yeah, but there were only three roles. Like, again, my problem with this Rusical, I like the Rusicals where everyone just has a single star beat, but there's not necessarily a lead, versus the Rusicals where they're trying to tell a coherent story, but it means that, like, several people just kind of are ensemble, and those people are then considered expendable. Fair. Because we basically never have... You it's either the person who got the lead gets put in the bottom just because they don't really know what to do, a la Lucy or Bosco, or a random person from the ensemble gets put in the bottom, a la, uh, and I'm the star.
2: Maya, no, so, that so, I'm great. April, April carry on. April carry on. Uh, when she had to be a big girl and had no idea how to do that, <laughs> and I still don't know what the fuck they were talking um, about. No one knows. It's a very weird episode. So. Our bottom, so, as stated, we get our second uh, double winner, and our bottom two the are- The you
1: said that made it sound like there were two winners this episode. Which think... there
0: should have been.
1: Yeah, I think they easily could have made Plasma and a split $5,000, but the winner this week is Plasma, and the bottom two are Megami and Maya, and the song is Flowers
2: by Miley Cyrus. This lip sync wasn't very- it wasn't a bad lip sync. The editing wasn't fair. This lip sync reminded
1: me a lot of the Natural Woman lip sync, but if they'd edited it for uh, Latrice lose. Yes. Where it's like, uh, Megami's giving you the song, she's giving you emotion, she's finding beats that are in the emotion while mm. also still like dancing and performing. Um, and then Maya is just like... Acting a fool. Yeah. Like, Maya takes her shoes off. She's like, Skipping around, she's why, doing church lady. Why did she take her shoes off
0: to do church lady? But like
2: she did church
0: lady, no, th- actually
1: there's not that. a single thing she does that she couldn't have done with shoes, except for the
3: slide.
2: She could have slid in. Sho- We've seen people slide in. In heels before. I don't think I've seen anyone do a penguin slide on Drag Race. I got to be honest. I mean, yeah,
1: I yeah. It wasn't. I it was one of those things. Literally, when she does the penguin slide, Megami's like ripping a bouquet apart while doing yeah. like an emotional face, and then Maya penguin slides. It's like, why? Why? And they only show that. It's like, what are you doing?
0: I mean, it's it's funny because I feel like every now and then you have these moments where it's like, it's very clear that they came into the season. They meaning. Producers, RuPaul, etc., etc., with a narrative going, This is what we think is gonna happen, and then the girls defying expectations, and then being like, Well, we have a narrative. It's like, well, Maya's the lip sync assassin. Exactly. Because I mean, honestly, I was like, Maya did not win that lip sync at all. Maya not only didn't win
1: that lip sync, Maya
0: actively lost that lip sync. I disagree.
2: I think Maya did a very good job. I think McGamie did. Song. I think no. I think she gave a very good performance and a very lively performance for this song. Is you know the song is about like I don't need him. I can do this myself, and I feel like she delivered that. I think. That I think he, Megami did it better than Maya, though.
1: I think that when you listen to the song "Flowers," I think if you were to read the lyrics to the song "Flowers." You could be like, oh, this is a song that's like pumped up a little bit and like Maya's performance makes sense. But if you listen to the song, the tone of the song is like, I'm sad, but I'm moving on. Mm -hmm. Which is it's a melancholic song. Like there's there there is a, yeah, there's a sadness to the song that like builds up eventually into something more joyful. But like, it's not a song that you're skipping around and penguin sliding and hopping around to. Like, again, it's it's very much. If you tried, if you edited the natural woman lip sync to have Kenya Michaels win it, where it's like one of these queens is doing emotionality in the song and the other queen is doing some very fun choreo on the other side that doesn't quite fit. Throwing spaghetti at a wall. And it was just such a weird moment. It was just, it was bizarre. It was so bizarre to see Megami do well in the episode. And have no moments of falling. And then have a good runway. And then have notes that didn't quite make sense. And then do better in the lip sync. And then be told to go away
2: anyway. Like, it was just it was just very annoying. Yeah. It was... It, this was... I still feel like this has been a brilliant season so far. Yeah, it's a good mm-hmm. season. And, but just, this is the first stumble.
1: It's just a frustrating. It's frustrating. It's I'm, similar to Amanda... And it's the second time we've had a very clear winner of a lip sync go home. Third. Mirage lost
0: that lip sync. Um, she didn't know the lyrics, dude. She didn't know the lyrics, but she still did very well. Yeah. She did, but yeah. she didn't know the words.
1: Yeah, she just didn't know the words. Um, But, like, Amanda beat Q in a lip sync and was sent home anyway. Yeah. And then Megami beat Maya in a lip sync and was sent home
0: anyway. And it's just like, why are we even doing lip syncs if they don't matter anymore? It's not even that. It's the fact that it's like... <sighs> I don't know. Like, I mean, I could be very, very wrong because I feel like they are not mean to people, but like definitely are harsher to some than others. But like a part of me is like, why is Q getting such special treatment? Because she's a top four. But clearly she's not. I mean, she is. They've decided that. No, they've decided that. But it's also just one of those things where I'm like, like, she could have been safe this week. It is weird to see how
1: much it it feels like they are pushing people into high placements yeah. as much as possible to create very clear narratives. And I think it's a lot because of and I I, I actually think it's it's the Reddit of it all. It's the idea that now what matters is your track record. And there's going to be a million graphics on Instagram that are, like, <laughs> listing people's track records and where they placed every episode. That point and then system if, needs to die. And if the winner from the point system doesn't win the season, then it was rigged. And so if they want somebody to feel like a winner of a season, they have to keep putting them into the top so that they're racking up these imaginary points. Uh, because you still have people claiming that Shay Coulee did better than Jinx monsoon in all-stars seven because they showed her nice critiques more
2: that is nonsense yeah that is
1: nonsense like it's one of those things where it's like the I think it, it to me it feels like they're trying to re- it it reminds me every time of season 12 when they get to the final the finale and they're trying to figure out who the bottom two are of the final episode and they're like Sherry Pie clearly did the worst but they know she will not win a lip sync and so they go well the uh the track record has to matter and that's why Jackie and Crystal are on the bottom because they have one and zero wins respectively.
0: Yeah. Jackie got totally fucked that season. You There's just want to fuck Jackie. I mean we, we all yeah, do. We all want to fuck Jackie. But no, uh, I'm just saying that like yeah, the minute they're... they got rid of you know she who shall not be named. We don't talk about the bird. We should have like Jackie should have been in that finale.
1: I mean, there's a yeah. lot of stuff that should have happened, but it is one of the, it just reminds me a lot of that where it's like, they're trying to like, they're, they know that their fans care about track record and it feels like they're now actively trying to create track records that their fans will approve of. And that is what it, that is what it reads as to me personally.
2: I get that. I don't know if I agree, but I understand that viewpoint because yeah. it does feel very much like we have to keep Q towards the top because Q not only needs a narrative in order for the audience to care about her. Mm-hmm. And let's be real. That is always the case on the show. It is all narrative. Um, we also have to keep her fresh in your mind. So when she we had- get to the end, you could be like, well, look how much she's been at the top. Look how much yeah. praise she got.
1: She, she needs momentum. Yes. And, you really need momentum going into next week where we have Snatch Game. Oh, And if no. you want to hear our thoughts on Snatch Game, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. You can follow us on all social medias at This Toxic Fandom. David Gorin is at David J. Gorin. Stephen Pope is at ProHobbitPope. And I'm at Joe Lee JoeLeeGreenGiant.
0: And if you like us, tell a friend. If you really like us, tell your friend with benefits. And if you think we have no Sorry, you were saying momentum and that's just the first thing that came to my head. Um... You know what? Give us another try. That's all I'm gonna say. Why not? And if you think we
1: have home momentum, you should make sure to leave us a five star rating and a review on Apple Podcast. And until ne- until next time,
0: stay toxic. Oh God, it we killed Joe. Homo- Hold on, momentum. wait. I want to see if I can do this. Um, it was BB. And wait, who who won the second season? James. It was BB and James and Raja and Sharon and Chad and Jinx and Bianca and Violet and Bob. And Alaska. (laughs) And Alaska, Alaska, Sasha Sasha and Trixie and Aquaria. Aquaria. Who knows? Someone came before Aquaria. Trixie. Oh, and Trixie and Aquaria and Monet and Trinity and Evie and who came next? Shay. And Shay and. and Jada and, and Shay. Shay and, and uh, oh this also has Priyanka that's why I got confused <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is a disaster and Jinx again
0: and <laughs> I look handsome I and- look smart I am a walking